News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. For more on this, we're joined by Sinn Féin's media spokesperson, who's a member of both the Media Committee and the Public Accounts Committee, uh, TD for Loud, Imelda Munster. Uh, Imelda, can I ask your reaction to the statement from D Forbes that she has resigned with immediate effect? It's just been released there, and I've just read uh, briefly through it. But I noted what she said, that she cares deeply about RTE and the people that work for it. She also said as Director General that she was the person ultimately accountable for what happened within the organisation and that she takes her responsibility seriously. Um, She also had said that she engaged with and consistently cooperated with the processes directed towards answering questions surrounding the payments to Ryan Tuberty. Um, so she needs to continue with that and she needs to come in before the committee and answer those questions and be held accountable. Do you think that is likely to happen now that she has resigned as chief executive? I, I would put it to you that it's very unlikely she will now attend those committees. Well, hearings. I would hope that this wasn't a convenient move designed to give an out to not attending the committee and I think to restore any sort of trust in RTE top management going forward and credibility that she needs as Director General to come before the committees to answer those questions. I I suspect the legal advice she'll be getting is don't go anywhere near that committee. Well, I mean, again, what she said was that she takes her, her, she cares deeply about RTE and the people that work for it and that she's the person ultimately accountable. So on those grounds alone, if you are to take her resignation statement as genuine, you would imagine that she would want to assist in clearing matters up and answer the questions that everybody needs answers to. You expect her there? You expect her to come before the committees? I would expect her to as Director General. I know she's just resigned, but I mean, what will it appear like if she doesn't appear before the committee. You uh, know, it'll send out the wrong message entirely. I, I just, and, and I know, you, you, like like you, I, we've only just got the uh, the, mm. the, the statement and I, and I won't, you, you wouldn't have had time to read through it in detail. But I, I did, while she said she was ultimately accountable, I thought the statement was kind of interesting in where she said she led the discussions with the agent for Ryan Tubby together with other RTE senior mm-hmm. executives. And then she goes on to say, following detailed discussions, including numerous internal communications over many months with RTE colleagues, including finance and legal colleagues, an agreement was reached, which reached cost savings for RTE. She's clearly stating in, the, in, in, the, in that statement that many people were aware of this deal. That's the obvious implication from that. Oh, well, that, 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 that's it. But we had specifically mentioned the Director General as one of the key people to come before the committee, but also members of the Executive Board, the Chief Financial Officer, all of those that would have had some, over, well, would have been tasked with oversight and governance. Um, and we wanted them to come before the committee to answer those very serious questions because there's been a serious breach of trust here and all credibility will, will be completely lost 
if they refuse to answer the questions. What, as far as you're concerned, what are the, the key questions that need to be addressed by whoever appears in front of uh, your, the two committees that you are a member of? Well, I suppose the first one would be who initiated the deal, who signed off on it, who knew about it. There's also the question of how come it didn't come to light for almost six years, and also who knew that RTE had signed off on erroneous salary figures, knowing full well that in at least one case that those figures were not correct and that they had deliberately concealed those secret deal payments, if you like. And we'd also want to know why did RTE top management get involved in what you could consider separate commercial deals and underwriting that separate deal and then concealing those payments. I mean, there's serious questions to be answered here. And both committees will not accept um, any of the members of the executive board saying that they're not commenting. This is too serious a matter. They need to be transparent and they need to tell us what they know, how it happened and all of the other details involved. Okay, we will leave it there. Imelda Munster, Sinn Féin Media Spokesperson, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. Let's bring in Terry Prone, Chairman of the Communications Clinic and Columnist with the Irish Examiner. Terry, your reaction to the uh, shock, well, I don't know if it's a shock resignation, the resignation of D Forbes with immediate effect from RTE. I think, oddly, the resignation is less important than the statement that accompanied the resignation because it reveals so many things, some of which you've already talked about, Jane. But the first thing is that um, she says in the statement, Dee Forbes, that RTE were attempting to retain Mr. Tuberty's services as a valued presenter. Now, hang on a second. There was no threat to the retention of Ryan Tuberty's services. The reality was that uh, he had been occasionally subbing for somebody on a British radio station. That was it. So why the emphasis on retaining his services? And then comes the phrase, with the agreed 15% cost-cutting target in mind. That clause in mind is crucial because it effectively says there was a way around this and there shouldn't have been a way around it. The other thing that is astonishing is that her unexplained statement that she led the discussions with the agent from Mr. Tuberty. You have commented on the fact that she has said together with other RTE executives, but I would put to you that it's extraordinary for a director general to get involved with a third party agent ever. Why on earth was this going on? The second thing in relation to her pointing to other executives, one of those other executives, and I'm not going to name them, um, was sort of hearsay quoted, I think in the mail yesterday, as saying that they did nothing without direction meaning, in other words, that they were the subordinate officer to D. Forbes when all of this was going on. Now, those people may have to go in front of two Erasmus committees, and D. Forbes won't.
I was going to ask you, is there any chance, do you think, Dee Forbes will be, uh, be in front of those Oireachtas Committee meetings this week? Not a snowball's chance in hell. And the the whole issue shifted over the weekend, largely because of Sunday Times analysis of the deal, because now the question, and uh, Deputy or Senator Munster, I don't know which she is. Um, Deputy, Deputy Munster, Deputy. Um, the key question now is not who knew about the deal. The question is who knew about, was privy to, and approved bogus invoices being deployed by the National Broadcast. Well, that's it, the question. If you read the Forbes statement, she seems to be saying a number of people, because she says following detailed discussions, including numerous internal communications over many months with RT colleagues, including finance and legal colleagues, an agreement was reached which delivered cost savings for RT. That suggests a number of people were aware of it, doesn't it? It suggests, I suspect, that a number of people outside, that the legal and financial people will, I, I imagine, go into the Erastus Committee and say, we were privy to the end result. We were not privy to bogus invoices. Mm. She also said she but never acted contrary clear, to I advice. I have no clue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but whose advice? Well, good Who's question. Good question. Uh, and, who, and was the advisor present when she was negotiating as Director General with the agent? Finally, Terry, um, Ryan Tuberty, where is he in all of this? Do you Can you see Ryan Tuberty broadcasting again for RTE? I think it's very doubtful. I think that it will be or would be hateful for Ryan to have to go in even into the RTE canteen, such as the level of resentment and dismay among his fellow staffers. But the issue is going to be on hold because now that there is an official investigation he cannot go back on air while that's going on so between the two office committees and the official negotiation that issue is postponed possibly indefinitely Terry Prone Chairman of the Communications Clinic columnist with the Irish Examiner thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with AIR weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk